Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that remembers that it is a podcast. This is level 183. Joining me tonight is Rocker Dude. Hello, Kenny. That's different. Big L. Hello, Kenny. And Kooshboosh. What is wrong with these guys? How are you doing, Kenny? There we go. Someone has a normal voice. I thought yeah. we. I, I didn't get the memo to do a funny accent or I something. I didn't get the cool soundboard with the awesome effects. So. This is just my normal voice. What are you talking about? Are you fighting crime? I'm fighting throat cancer, apparently. <coughs> What's up, guys? I miss pip, you. Pip, right, though. <laughs> I miss you guys. Pip, pip, cheerio. It's been a week. A literal it, it, week. Well, it has been a week. That is true. Yeah, but every day feels like a year has gone by. So, uh, no wonder you always need someone to talk to you if that's how the time in your I head do. works. You weirdos do like work at work, and I'm trying to get your attention. And <laughs> ridiculous. Well, some of you. He's not wrong. The car guy. <laughs> And then, like, Kenny was brought up in chat today. You know, he, he resembles Christina Ricci in, in a movie about what? ghosts. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. I get that reference. See, I'm not going to lie. When I saw that picture, <laughs> I thought that was going in the direction of, you know, you don't know any actresses' names or you don't know movies or something like that. No, I wasn't right. expecting Casper. You don't know Jack? I know Jack Black. Captain Jack Sparrow. All right, that's enough of that. Let's get into our topic of discussion. I was trying to transition into Captain Jack Sparrow is from a Lego game, <laughs> which they also made Lego Harry Potter, and I've watched all the Harry Potters recently. Oh, gotcha. It's nothing to do with see if it worked guy. out. <laughs> okay, then. Yes, Corey's been oh, binge watching Harry Potter. He's been living his best 13 year old life. You know, he was only like a little. 11, I think, like 10 or 10 or 11 to like 17 in those movies. The, re- the real Harry Potter? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the real Harold Potter. <laughs> Harold. Exfoliate! Uh, that one of the things. Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely spell. a spell. Yeah. Lingardium Leviosa. Leviosa. And, then you, and then you start walking through walls and going random trains and stuff. I, I, I saw like. I've recently finished the series for the first time. They're good. And it was good, right? They're good. Are you telling me there's no Harry Potter experience on VR? You know what? If there if there's not, there should be. I feel like there has to be. It's there gotta be better be than somewhere. the Kinect game. Stop. I mean, I, I recently got it I got a VR and I, I bought the other day I bought a bowling game. It is so cool. You just look over, you pick up your ball, and then you bowl. Uh, like you're really there. There is a uh, Quidditch. That doesn't sound bad. There's a Quidditch simulator in VR. That sounds nauseating. That sounds awesome. I would totally do that. And you could like set up a fan in front of you, so you can give you that like 4D experience, like you're actually flying through the clouds. Oh man, you would need so much space. I think. Like I was playing Beat Saber, which is kind of like Guitar Hero with swords. And uh, the other day, and I was playing in my bedroom, 
So I just want to get like a quick game in. I whacked the side of my bed so hard. <laughs> now my, my little hand controller has a little black scuff mark on it. <laughs> I will say I'm looking forward to that new Harry Potter game, Legacy at Hogwarts or whatever the crap it's called. Oh, I'm stoked for crap it. It came out of nowhere it. because I I have historically not watched Harry Potter, like except for like the first three, maybe four. And uh now I've seen it all and I'm I currently addicted to that. The lore, the Harry Potter lore. It's good. Rhymes with lore. There was a. We were just talking about this uh, before recording. You know, I'm very much surprised that there's not more Harry Potter things in the in the world. Like, why is there not more games, more movies, more anything? It's like it took forever between. Deathly Hollows Part Two and Fantastic Beasts to come out. Like there's to be a CW show or just the Hogwarts Castle in and of itself is freaking awesome. Like give me something to explore that. I want to know more about this world. I want to know more about that place. Well, that's one like franchise of media that kept the same characters, and I think when you start to branch off from that, you 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 lose it. Like this Harry Potter game that you're talking about. It's it's a prequel, so it's gonna have you know, same world, but none of the characters. So it, which is fine. Instantly, people are like, I, I can imagine people being like, n- not caring as much. No, it's I, Harry I think Potter. That, I, I think that's part of it. Fantastic Beast is still huge. Like, so I you, didn't even know world. it was that related to Harry Potter until I saw it on a timeline on a YouTube video. <laughs> wow. But apparently, it's very heavily ingrained. Oh, yeah. The problem with the Harry Potter or with Fantastic Beasts is the fact that it doesn't have Harry Potter in a name. And you really can't have more movies without the Harry Potter name, but it not being, you know, instantly related because you can't have Harry Potter in it. Uh, somehow they get David Radcliffe back, which I don't think he'll David ever do Radcliffe. that. David Radcliffe. Yeah, they'll never get him back. Yes. David the, the, Radcliffe. Obviously. Yeah. But that game's it? definitely not made by Ubisoft. That's all I know. Yes, definitely not. But there are plenty of games that are made by Ubisoft. And there's a subscription service for Ubisoft. So that's our topic of discussion. Once again, let's talk about... I tried to bring that up before. It's so a topic of discussion <laughs> for th- for this week. Well, somebody else wants to interrupt and go for another Harry Potter or something else discussion. Well, yeah, I think we should not be allowed to have Bernie Bot's Every Flavor Jelly Bean. Because that's disgusting. I don't like your wax. Hey, Corey, what, what, uh, what school would you be in? Uh, I've thought about this a little bit. I don't really understand the Ravenclaw Hufflepuff. Like, I don't really know what their really you know, personalities are. So I would have to go Corey's Hufflepuff, Gryffindor. I, I don't know. I should probably like take one of those quizzes. Maybe I'll do that. Right, so Corey's I'll, a Hufflepuff. I'll ramble about it. There are another jerks, and the other three are just whatever. No, like whichever one's like the people person. Very bubbly. That's not me. That's the Hufflepuff. No. <laughs> so I'm not Hufflepuff. We, we can get them out. So it's either Ravenclaw or... Ravenclaws are the smart ones. I'll go with them. Pretty sure. Yeah, Ravenclaw is kind, Ravenclaw is kind of like the smart ones. I've always said I would be Slytherin. I'm an ass. And also, I look identical to Malfoy. Especially when the, the movies were like new... And when I would go to school, my mom made me like slick my hair back 
It was awful. So I could have been a stunt double for him. And yes, maybe I'll find an old picture of me and put like that and put it in patron VIP. Better. Do it. Are we done with the Harry Potter talk? I guess. Until next week. Yeah, I might be Slyther- Slytherin too, because it says you have to be uh, <laughs> creative and clever, <laughs> intellectual ability. I mean, I, I know words, but yeah. I still, I still think you're Hufflepuff. I'll Google that too, but let's continue. Okay. So once again, the topic of discussion what do you think about the new Ubisoft subscription service? Are there any games that you would want to go on it? If you could choose one developer to have their own subscription service, who would you pick and why? So, so now, what is this Ubisoft? This was supposed to be last week's question or topic of discussion, and then Xbox decided to buy Activision Blizzard, so this got bumped. So the Ubisoft subscription service is $15 a month and you get basically access to everything Ubisoft, all the games and DLC. And any future games are added in day one. So if you're a big Ubisoft fan, this actually is a really good value. Or if for whatever reason there was like a, you know, a year-long contest for a popular assassin game or something like that. This would have been great to have, so you didn't have to buy every single game with the DLC. Now, the reason why we're talking about this is because it's coming to Xbox. So I guess the first order of business, would any of you be interested in, in, to, eh, in subscribing to this? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, I would. Um, I, I do have to say that it, while it does contain a lot of of Ubisoft games and DLCs. It's not everyone, I don't think. It's not? Uh, it, it's not? I don't think so. It, I think it's like 85 to 90% there. I did not see Just Dance in there. It'll be okay. Okay, so oh. it's the real Ubisoft games. I, I guess. A- anyways, I, I would 100% sign up for this. Now, I don't know, and I don't think I would keep it as an ongoing thing. This would definitely be piecemeal, um, buy it when I know I, I want to play a game and you know I'll say that I'm going to focus on it and then I won't but then I'll keep the service going so it'll eventually be like a, a year round right. thing but um, I think what their model is is to get you in it and then release a big game like every two months two to three months uh, the problem is you know I don't know anybody who you know every game from a particular publisher in this case uh, would fall under their interest. I like a lot of Ubisoft games. I love the Far Cry stuff, love Trials. Um, I don't really care for, you know, Assassin's Creed, any Tom Clancy stuff. So I think I could get by just getting the stuff that I, I want to play that I also don't want to buy. Um, because we all know that Ubisoft games go on sale about two minutes after they're released. Yep. And so I think this is a, a good way to to get something on the front end. So like Far Cry six has been cheap enough, but it hasn't been cheap enough for me to go and instantly add it to the backlog. But if the service was around at the time, I probably would have already supported it just to play Far Cry six, uh, especially now that the DLC starting to roll out. Um, and I, we all know that I would have 
paid for it for Riders Republic, and that would have saved me money. But that's besides yeah. the point. Um, uh, and, and a couple of, of you guys, patrons, said, so, uh, Freaky said, uh, he can't wait for it to get rolled up into uh, Game Pass Ultimate like EA Play. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I can't imagine uh, that will happen. We we can have that conversation if somebody else has uh, another comment like that. But uh, I I think that that that's a little too much. Like if if they took EA Play out and that wasn't even a thing, I wouldn't even care. To be honest, uh, I would just it would, would not care. This is a little bit more of a, a service, and it's it's weird to say like EA games that you can pay you know twenty bucks to have a twenty or thirty to get a year long subscription. Uh, it just it doesn't hit the same as $15 a month by itself for a whole nother service similar to Game Pass, which is the same price, uh, but you get a lot less. The, the, right. the catalog is more focused and, and I guess, you know, quote unquote, all AAA. Uh, I mean, not all of it is because they have smaller games, but uh, see if it gets rolled up in the Game Pass, I, I I can't see that they would keep the price the same of Game Pass Ultimate. Um so it could happen, but I just don't see it. Uh, I don't see it happening. Um, if Ragnarok, this were to, yeah, I was gonna say if this were to somehow get wrapped up with Game Pass, I could see there being like a discount or like uh, for Ubisoft Plus. So you know, get Game Pass Ultimate for fifteen dollars, and for an extra six bucks a month, get Ubisoft Plus. Probably 10. Now that I, I can see more feasible. Yeah. yeah. Like, like another or something tier, like uh, Game Pass yeah. Mega Ultimate. <laughs> right. Or that the 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 Uber, the Ubi Game Pass Ultimate. Now we're on to something. Yeah. Okay. I like it. But uh but Ragnarok is uh famous in the Discord for Playing a lot of big games, uh, notably Ubisoft games. He, he said he Ubisoft is his boy, and they can do anything uh, and charge anything, and he will pay for it. So uh, <laughs> they can't disappoint him, <laughs> even though he doesn't play Trials. That's that, that's besides the point. Uh, oh, and boy. then and then on the complete opposite side, uh, Uncle Beast in the Discord said that he's not really impressed by it, uh, mostly because that. At this point, subscription services are starting to feel like uh, movie streaming. So you get your Netflix, you get your Hulu, you get your Paramount Plus. Uh, it becomes a, a lot, and you you know you don't. I don't know anybody who has them all and watches them all. I have a lot, but I don't watch a lot of them. Um, and uh, so he said that uh, it's just getting to the point where it feels a little ridiculous. And if it comes becomes a part of Game Pass Ultimate, he won't complain. Uh, but it's also nothing he's excited for either. Um, I, I'm sort of in that boat like if it's there that's great but i'm i'm also fine if it's not because i know it won't affect game pass ultimate pricing and uh like i said my ultimate play would probably be to get it for uh maybe two months here two months there kind of deal yeah if we were to do like a year of the ubisoft this would be awesome to have and as I'm going through the games library there's a lot more in here that I didn't realize was Ubisoft or like what? games I haven't for, I've completely forgotten about so like Monopoly is in here like Monopoly Madness is now in Ubisoft Plus mm-hmm. 
uh, Deal Scott breaker. Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, while I, you know, I don't like that game, wouldn't have had to buy it. Like, if we had Ubisoft Plus, that was in here. Uh, the game Anno, there's this, I believe this was an uh, easy gamer score game, uh, Transference. Transference? Ference, whatever. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah, like, I had no idea that was a Ubisoft game. So it's like, there's a bunch of different stuff in here. It's not just, you know, Assassin's Creed and Tom Clancy. And, and that's the thing, too. Like, they have a lot of stuff in there that is PC only. Um, yeah. And right now, it's actually $15 a month for the PC plan and $18 a month for uh, the multi-access plan, which gets you PC and their cloud gaming stuff, so Stadia and the Luna. Um, so it's... It, it will be interesting to see if it truly is like $15, even though it's only a couple of dollars uh, extra a month, but um, it's still something to think about. But yeah, they do have a lot of franchises that you might not think about, uh, but a lot of them are PC only at this point. But if they get added to the Windows store, then, you know, that that might be uh, an additional benefit. All these new games coming on. Yeah, well, I'm looking at the games library. There's 131 results, is what it says. So, yeah, there's one that I saw that like there's a ton of these games, and like I just immediately thought of you. But they're called the Settlers. Yep. Yeah, that's all in, and that stuff that's not on Xbox, but you know that's in Ubisoft Plus. Yeah. So if this could, like you said, if this were to be wrapped up of Game Pass ish. It's where you can pl- play them through the Microsoft Store. That'd be cool. Or something like that. What about you, L? You got any interest in this whatsoever? Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, I would say 0. But That's what I figured. But I do think that if it comes out for Xbox, the list will look different than what we're looking at. Um, I agree. I think we will have the Just Dance games. It'll be okay, and also, yeah, sure. I mean, that's a big that's a big title. I, I imagine that wouldn't work very well with the computer setup. So that's not. I never even thought about it. Does it even exist on computers? No. I guess people. It, you can't not. get. I'm going to look it up while you're talking. I never heard of this Anno game. Anno Doctors. There's about 542 Assassin's Creeds and Far Cries. Yeah. Eh. We got many of the Assassin's Creed as games with gold already. And like Corey said, you know, I could, you know, if you want to spend fifteen dollars once or twice and go nuts on a game or two, man, that almost still seems like a lot. Honestly, you could buy them for that. All right, yeah, it doesn't seem like Just Dance is on BC, so that's probably why. I think, yeah, you're, I you're, think they. You're right. I think the list would look a little different, for better or for worse. For better or worse. Uh, and, and a lot of it. Sorry, go ahead. So I'm sure they would include it on Xbox, even though yeah. it's not on PC. Just makes sense. Yeah, It'd be weird yeah. if they didn't. And, and a lot of it comes down to like, like I said, these games go on sale so often, uh-huh. and you could just buy them for dirt cheap. Yep. A few months down the road, this service would be good if you wanted to get in on the ground floor, and you know, you're you are only going to pay a month, and you know, 15 bucks is a great deal if you want to play the latest and greatest uh, Far Cry, or you know. What happened? And you. you were out of work. 
<laughs> and that. Yeah. These games are long. They're all long, yeah. I've still yet to buy Immortals Phoenix Rising DLC, but hey, put it in a subscription service where I don't own it, and I will get it. <laughs> now, I wonder how that would work. I mean, that is a big plus, the, including the DLC. But yeah. That's probably the biggest plus, actually. Assassin's Creed has a bunch of DLC. If if uh if Just Dance had the uh unlimited plan, which is normally extra, where uh for the, anyone who doesn't know, that's where you can play all the old games in a streaming type of way. Um oh, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, so like any of the classic Just Dance songs from all of their games are available. It's pretty good. Just Dance Unlimited. That's, yeah. hmm. So stuff like that would be really would be cool. Uh Freemhole says I thought Games with Gold was the Ubisoft service since they always end up there. Yep. Ah. That is correct. <laughs> I think we, we had a running joke for a while to try to guess the uh, game of the month. Right? There was a Ubisoft game, a shooting game. Do you guys remember? remember I'm trying to remember what they yep. were. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe like a, an arcade game or something. Yeah. <laughs> um. Ahizo says, I may use it for a single month here or there when I feel like going in all in uh, all in on a game since it also includes DLC. As of now, that's probably just Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Immortals Phoenix Rising, but I'm sure they'll have something else to encourage me for another month at some point. Yeah. The thing, uh, what, uh, what Kenny said, I think it's probably better for the ground floor up people because most of us already have just plenty of stuff to play as it is. Yeah. So it's just another subscription service, another $15 a month. Yeah. Going along with that, Echo says he's getting some sub- subscription fatigue. Oh. Game Pass is providing enough for me to play, so I'll likely pass, especially since I'm pretty checked out on the Assassin's Creed franchise at this point, which used to be his favorite. And yeah, I can agree with that. I've oh, got a million different subscriptions to things. You're echoing his and sentiment. And he's been fatigued for years. And Game Pass in and of itself is, you know, it, it's it's crazy. There's like 500 games on there. So getting another subscription service to have more access to more games is just almost kind of crazy at this point. But, but here's where that logic and Echo's logic doesn't hold up. This is not aimed towards completionist. <laughs> sure. This is aimed towards serial divers. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, even if you're just like the casual gamer who plays a game, beats a story, moves on, you're not looking to try to get all the achievements or even a decent amount of the achievements. I think game it Pass provides to them perfectly. For so much time. There's so much in Game Pass alone let alone another 100-ish games for Ubisoft Plus. Yeah, but you got to think the the casual gamer is probably not playing uh, Death Store, you know, as much as that hurts me to say. Um, <laughs> they're only playing, they're only in it for Halo, State of Decay, Sea of Thieves, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Extraction for a month. That's yeah. why they're there. I think. Yeah, that's not wrong. What about you, Nate? Well, something just occurred to me. I, I don't know if we touched on it or if we 
thought about it, but this is this going to be a separate service from the main Ubisoft service? Or would you now be having access to all your games on the Xbox as well? So Ubisoft, the nice thing about Ubisoft uh, Plus is that you can buy the game in one place and you can play it on a multiple of uh, devices. And it's all one subscription. So you can play, you know, on your PC, you can play on your... <laughs> Uh, whoever bought that stupid uh, that Amazon device, um, you can play on the that. Luna, and then the other one. Oh, yeah, that's a the thing. Other one that no Stadia. One yeah. So um, yeah. So if if you could buy that one subscription, you're that rare animal um, that travels a lot and doesn't have a console. Like that would be kind of cool. Uh, maybe you could play it on the Xbox too if, if it was all part of that. That would be neat. Um, but for me, I'm. I was excited when I first heard about it because I am a magpie. I love shiny things, but <laughs> the more I think <laughs> about it, yeah, Game Pass is huge. Uh, I don't have time. $15 a month. Mm. It would take me at least a month to beat an Ubisoft game, and if I just wait two months, it'll be $25, and I'll own it, um, and then I don't have to play it yep. right away in that month because, you know, life is weird, and sometimes it doesn't agree with your subscription service. Um so, yeah, I was really excited at first, but it's not for me. I feel like it's not for a lot of achievement hunters either. And, yeah, like you were saying, it's for casuals or divers or people who just want to test things out. Now, maybe it'd be cool if, like, EA gave you early access to things. Maybe that would be incentivizing for some people, but not for me. Um, oh, like the 10-hour trials Yeah, or like EA had the 10-hour trial. You could get in um, or you could play it, like, a week ahead of time, that sort of yeah. thing. But the thing about this is brand new game comes out and then you have it. There is no waiting six yeah, months. No, that's true, but it's uh, still not doing it for me. Um, Wild West 08 says, I think in the past I would have liked the Ubisoft subscription. I, I agree. I buy the games late now for around $25 for the gold edition. So probably not worth it. If it gets rolled into game pass tier, I might subscribe to it. Uh, Dinoman 87, who's new to the discord and is a patron, I believe, right? Yes. 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 Uh, so welcome. Uh, I probably won't subscribe to it because I pretty much own 95% of their library already, but I welcome it to others. Uh, Sabin Rothschild yep. says, I'm a nope on additional subservices. I'm fine with Game Pass as gold is wrapped up and the deal to transfer was too good to turn down. I don't see the point in more than one unless I'm running out of content. Very unlikely. Or it offers something distinct uh, beyond, you know, i.e. beyond just more games. And uh, Smegohead <laughs> uh which is uh who's that lego, lego head, head. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, if it includes all dlc then i might sign up for a couple of months i think it does include all dlc i'm pretty sure it does when i get a clear schedule and just batter all the latest dlc is too expensive for me assassin's creed games and that greek god one that kushmoose and his daughter like Yes, that's Immortals Phoenix Rising. It's still amazing. Uh, the DLC is huge and long, and I have not gone back into it aside from the very first piece of DLC. I need to get back to that. It's standalone, right? It is standalone. Um, I think they all three are. So you don't really need to keep playing. In fact, In fact, I think they're all fairly different styles, except for... The one where it's kind of like you're in Asia now, or Asian mythology. So, ooh, sounds like I need to sign up for a month just to play that. <laughs> so it's known that 
brand new games launch right into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's kind of their deal. Unlike EA Play. Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think the biggest sticking point for me is the price. $15 a month is just a bit much for that. Yeah, thinking about what L said, if like they they they're probably they would have to heavily alter what they offer in the games. The the the, the same price could not hold up in my opinion. Maybe so because they're brand new AAA games, but most of those games are not available on Xbox. Right. So it, it'll definitely be interesting to see how you know how it turns out. We don't have a date for this, right? Any potential date? Not that I saw. All that I saw is that it's coming to Xbox. Yeah, no announced right. date yet. So they're probably still working on it. And even like what L was talking about, you know, maybe they are trying to figure out how to reconfigure the list. You know, what games do we actually add to this for Xbox? Because I can't imagine games like Anno is coming. No. That or there's going to be a big Windows PC push. Ooh. See, if they made a game like Anno exclusive to the service, I can bump my mic there. If they make a game like Anno <laughs> exclusive to the service, that would tempt me. Like, if I could only play it and get achievements for it through the service, then I would, that would, be, I would be tempted to do that for a month. And Anno seems like a, a bite-sized game just from the, the cover art, <laughs> if that helps. Yeah. And they've got some interesting games. I mean, if you look at the uh, the Ubisoft Creative Labs, or whatever they called it, their uh, artistic games were amazing. I really like those, and I wish they would go back and do more of them. Um, if those were on the service and you could get achievements, I'd definitely be down for them. I mean, heck, even if some of these smaller experiences Ooh. didn't have achievements and they were worth it, I'd consider it for a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I guess to wrap it up, we'll read one more from Carpe Adam 79 He says, Ubi service should be a pretty good deal if it mirrors the PC version. All new Ubisoft games day and date with all previous releases and DLC included. There's a con- ton of content there. I can't think of another with the catalog to make it worth it. So he seems like he might be into it. And he makes a second point and answers our final question nobody asked. He says that an ID at Xbox subscription would be cool. Oh boy. But at the same time, we already get a lot of those in Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, that would be an interesting subscription service that I don't know if that would ever actually be in and of itself. Ooh, something I forgot to mention that scares me is. What's that? I kind of got worried. Like, because we first heard about this, and then, of course, the Activision Blizzard news. Now I hear people talking about, well, oh, well, what else should Microsoft buy? I'm kind of worried in the back of my head that Sony is going to retaliate. Um, and maybe they're going to buy some other developer. I, I don't, you know, I haven't looked at the money. But without looking at the money, I'm a little worried that they might go after an Ubisoft. Something. No. I think too much. Uh, a quick Google search. I think that, that would be too far out of their pocket. Be, that's very good. I'll sleep easy. Yeah, I feel like that, too. According to a, a quick Google search, Ubisoft Ubisoft net worth is four point five billion, um, which seems which is low. a lot. 
I mean, it's billion with a B. I mean, I I know that, but I'm thinking Beth- the Zenimax deal was seven billion. Ubisoft four and a half. I don't know. It just seems like it'd be more than that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what factors go into that. But I yeah. haven't looked at it. That, that 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 is something to think about. I would much rather them take Square Enix than Ubisoft. <laughs> I'm kind of okay with uh, that too. Both socks. Balan Wonderworld, oh, man. Balan Wonderworld, they burned me. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's a scar you'll never recover from. Yeah, Ubisoft Plus subscription service might be cool when it finally does come to Xbox. Can't wait to see the actual details behind it. Let's get into the game showcase now. Um, let's start with the L first. What game are you going to talk about? All right, well, we've got some more RTDL goodness to talk about. You guys oh uh, seem to make fun of me for picking uh, baby games each week to talk about. Uh, baby short games, so instead I pick some baby long games. I am curious to hear from the listeners, though. Do you want me to talk about baby games sometimes or keep them a little longer? Whoa. That's what she said. So uh, the first game I wanted to discuss against my better judgment is Mahjong Adventure DX. Now, That sounds fun. Yeah. So if you're only experience with Mahjong is playing the Microsoft version. This is way worse. Uh, <laughs> How? Well, the obvious number one is you can't use uh, either your phone for it with a touchscreen or your computer with a touchscreen or mouse. Contro- okay, that makes sense. Controlling it with uh, your controller on the Xbox is very clumsy. Basically, there's a cursor on the screen, and you have to move the cursor and make matches. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yes. Now, I discovered that if you hold down right bumper, you can make the cursor go faster. Which yeah, all, you can which, run in this uh, game. <laughs> yes, you can run. There is no double jump, though. Um, so, so far, I have gotten through the first three boards. So, how it works is the game offers a bunch of power-ups. Um, so there's there's an undo, which we, which unlike on the com- uh, computer version, it's really not that helpful because you're just using power-ups and it takes time. Uh, there's uh, a fire mode where you can use it on a specific tile and then any like tile gets evaporated. There's... Uh, but the most important ones are the shuffle. So that way, if you run out of moves, you could just shuffle. You don't have to restart. And the time. So you're you're timed on all of these. And the object that sounds awful. The objective is to get gold medals. So you need at least a bronze medal to move on to the next level. But the achievements are for getting gold medals. And you need up to I believe forty five gold medals. And the, there are, um, let's see, math. <laughs> there's seven worlds times nine. So there's that many. So you only need to gold the first five worlds. So there's 18 left that you don't have to. So there's a little wiggle room there. 
So basically, after each level that you get a gold, you get money, and then you can uh, buy the power-ups. So basically, the main thing to buy is the time one, because if you run out of time, you just use the time one, and you can get that gold medal. But let me tell you, some of these times are tough to get. And then each, each new world gives you a new uh, thing to do. So the second world gave uh, some blocks and that you can't flip. And then the third one gave... Uh, oh, my God. So the third world gives you upside-down tiles. That's what I'm trying to say. You have to flip them over like memory. So you have to remember where they are. So you can't even see all the tiles. So it's a real pain in the butt. That sounds even worse. Yeah. So the interesting thing about this game is that it actually... I mean, if you're good at this stuff, it has a really high TA. It's worth almost 1,800 TA. So if you're looking for something that, um, the, on the plus side, my wife has been helping me with this. My son has been helping me with this. Michelle helped me with this. So they were all like pointing at, at matches on the TV to try to make it go faster because one person, it's just, well, especially when it's me, I can barely tell which tiles you're allowed to, to do. But uh, yeah, I don't even know so, how to play ma mahjong. In its basic form, you're just matching tiles, but you could only click on ones that are "quote unquote" free. So they have to be like to the side; they can't be touching something on the left and the right of it. Mm, yeah, okay. it's it's basically a matching game. Mahjong. Uh, the other thing that worries me: I was perusing the forums, and they said that. Uh, and there's one entitled Sixth Board Achievement Issues in which they completed the sixth board and they did not get the achievement. So You're really selling this game. I know. I am selling this game. <laughs> I'm not always going to uh, <laughs> recommend a game. I'm just going to talk about it and showcase it for everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, I'm, so I'm, I'm anxious to report whether this, this happens to me. If it happens to me, I'll be very mad because these people seem to have deleted their data and have to start all the way over to, to get through the sixth and then get to the seventh. So, oh, I got another selling point. <laughs> once, you're, once you're almost done beating the game, the game zooms in on you. And while it's zooming in, it's basically moving your cursor around and it's very jarring and confusing. So it just moves around. So, yeah, I'm actually probably can't recommend this one unless you really like Mahjong and you really like puzzle games. This came out a lot later than I expected. I thought this was like an old 360 arcade game. This came out in December 2020. And if you look at the title, Mahjong Adventure, I'm like, wait a minute, is there like a story? DX. <laughs> DX, yeah, it's deluxe. It's, 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 nope, all it is is Mahjong. Seven boards, nothing fancy. Is there Nothing at least fancy. like the boards are the same every time you load a load a level? Nope. No, you can't cheat. Oh, it's even worse. No, you can't, oh my god. You cannot cheat. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's a couple things that I had to learn the hard way that I, I came up with some tips myself. So as soon as you start a level, you'll see the timer just starts immediately as the tiles are loading in. So I learned that if you pause it right away, the tiles will load in while it's paused and the time won't go. So you save about five or six seconds just by pausing it. Which is very silly that you have to do that. So anytime there's any animation comes up, you pause it, and the animation will still go while it's paused. So yeah, huh. great game. 
trying to see if anyone on my friends list has it done. Uh, yeah. Without Eight looking people. mental night, I bet. No, no. Uh, OM Jesus, uh, an ace uh, from our community. And of course, Smirnoff has it done. Even uh, I even have more TA in it than uh, Redemption Denied does. He, <laughs> so that tells you. you probably, that tells you he something. He probably got sick of this nonsense. Quit. Out real fast. And the worst part is I did not get the achievement I need on my scavenger uh, yet. So I need to go and try to beat the fourth board and get or get 35 gold medals or both. Oh, the selling. I points. know. I'm, I'm, I'm very thrilled. Hey, but you know what? I was trying to expand my horizons. And uh, yeah, got bit on this one. All right. Well, in that case, Nate, tell me you have a game. That's actually worth talking about. Oh. Well, you, They've been best for second. You are in luck. Woo. Let, me, let me tell you. Uh, I played a little game uh, called Nobody Saves the World. Oh, lucky. This is the latest game from Drinkbox Studios. And um, what's in that Drinkbox? It's Kool-Aid, my friend, because I am drinking it. And it is so good. Uh, this they did not let me down. Uh, I was a little worried when I first saw this game. First saw some screens of it. I thought I like my Metroidvanias. I like my two D beat 'em up ish stuff, and I'm a little worried about what these guys go and do next on the Xbox. Um, it's fantastic. This is essentially a well, TA calls it a hack and slash. It's kind of an RPG hack and slash. Uh, um. Okay. Yeah. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got kind of an overworld like um, Zelda and you'll be traversing all over the place. There's a, there's fog of war. So you don't really know what's on the map. You uh, uncover that just by venturing forth. And sometimes you'll run up against a wall and you say, okay, well there's this area over here. I can't get to yet, or I can see a gate that I need to unlock to be able to go through here, you know, and and uh, take a shortcut later on, like it'll be a way to get back. Uh, so you get all that sort of fun stuff uh, from like a Zelda type game, an older uh, Zelda type game. Um, you play as a homunculus, so you're this little shriveled dude uh, with no eyes. You just have these big eye holes. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I think that might be important to the story later on, but I'm not sure yet. I put in about five hours. Um, you're very quickly into the game. You get a quest. And that quest is to search everything in this room. Uh, after you do that, it says quest unlocked or you know quest completed. New form learned. Okay. So now you are able to change into the form of a rat. That's actually good because as the little dude, uh, you can't attack very well. You have a slap and it doesn't do anything. Uh, but as the rat... You can bite things. And if you bite things enough times, uh, you'll poison them. And then they'll take damage over time. Uh, and now hmm. now it's becoming more of a hack and slash. Um, and you escape this room as a rat. You couldn't escape it as, as your guy, but you can escape it as a rat. Uh, as you're doing that, you realize that there's a quest for biting, you know, attacking enemies. Uh, and when you do that, you level up a little bit. Uh, and then you get new quests based off of that, like infect so many enemies okay and then after you do that you basically level up you go up a grade level um every 
one of your forms has a grade level, I think, from F to A. And as you progress up the chain, you unlock a new weapon. I'm sorry, a new attack or um, a new passive ability. Those passive abilities could be things like, you know, adding a damage over time effect or adding this other type of effect that allows you to um, do sharp damage or blunt damage uh, or, you know, uh, damage over time, these sorts of things. And the, the forms that you can take uh, are weird, very drink boxy, um, just crazy kind of stuff. It starts off, okay, you know, little dude into a rat, rat into a knight or into a ranger at the same time. From there, things get... That's very random. From there, things get weird. Also, from the rat, you can, you can become an egg. So... Okay. Yeah, it's weird. Um, it's very random. It's weird and cool. Uh, as you... The way to level up in this game is by doing the little quests that you get for each form. So it's not go kill, you know, I killed 100 guys, and now I've gone up a level. And now I, next level, I have to kill 150 guys, and then I go up a level... It's not that the way you the way you progress is by completing these little quests that are based off of each form that are based off attacks for them. So it's always constantly changing. You're not just going out there and killing enemies to get this. You're doing this different skill or you have to think of a different way to do it. Like one of your skills has to pass through five guys. Okay, that's cool. And you only get credit towards that quest when that happens. So you can spend some time um, not leveling up if you're you're not paying attention to it. Um, The music in this game Hmm. is really catchy. Uh, you know, the guacamelee music was great. It was very thematic. Um, this is, you know, it doesn't have that kind of, uh, theme to it like guacamelee, but the music is very catchy. Um, the graphics are kind of like Nickelodeon. I want to say a little bit like Nickelodeon. Like, oh, for sure. Like fairly odd parents, that type of style. Oh Everything's yeah. A That's bit, definitely a fairly it's odd a little parents. bit twisted. It's kind of like, um, uh, Ren and Stimpy, but not like super grotesque like Ren and Stimpy. But it's like if you mix those two art styles together, that's kind of what you'd have. Um, the backgrounds on the screens are a little bit animated. So it's not like you're just if you're just sitting there, things aren't just like super boring. There's always something going on. There's uh, some of the elements are destructible. And when you when you destroy them, you'll get mana back. You'll get health back. Um, your attacks use mana. And when you connect with them, they, they generate mana. So that's how you are able to. Um, uh, attack and uh, and and heal yourself sometimes, uh, but definitely get your mana back. At some point, fairly early on, within about the first two hours, uh, hour or two, you unlock the ability. If you've ever played Diablo, there's a mode called Elective Mode, and it just changes the way you play Diablo, because now you can uh, put whatever skill you want on whatever face button. This game has that. So you can not only can you move around your skills, you can start to pull in skills from other forms. So when you're when you're the um, the archer, you can take the rat's chomp ability and now you can like hit people when they're really close and you can poison them. So and you can also choose different passives as you go along. So the combinations of what you can do change drastically after about two hours in one or two hours in this game is amazing. Uh, the different levels of the map, number one, this map seems very huge right now. Um, there's different zones that you kind of cross into. And when you do, there's like a little loading screen and typically it'll tell you what level range you're looking at. So if you're level five and you go a little bit too far, you're exploring and it suddenly says level 23, you're going to get murdered. Um, and so you kind of back off and you kind of explore some more and you just go about the main quests. Uh, but yeah. This game is super fun. 
I find myself wanting to just like level every single form. And rather than progress the story, I just want to go out and level the forms just to see what the next form looks like. Uh, sometimes the forms, they're not linear, so it doesn't go like person to rat to knight to blah. Sometimes they'll branch off and you can have different abilities. I'm sorry, different forms you have to level up to get to another form. So there might be one form like four levels up. You have to complete three forms to get because of the way the flow chart works. But you'll see that as you're looking at the game. I recommend... Um, if you like Drinkbox, you definitely have to check this out. And I recommend that you do it before it leaves Game Pass or before you uh, are, are rushing against the clock to complete Game Pass because this game is really fun. I think it would be a shame to just rush through it. And uh, Now, how long is it? Well, no one's completed it yet. However, I do see estimates on TA as 25 to 30. Well, actually, okay. Some people have completed it. They've just rushed through it. Uh, 25 hours to 30 hours. Looks like 134 completions right now. Well, if that many completions, that means it's doable. It is definitely doable. Um, I, I, I just think, for me, the way I want to explore and experience this, I, I think that's just way too fast. Like, I'd want to take my time with this game. Some people may not care about that. They may just want to rush through. And maybe there are guides and fun stuff for that. But I'm really enjoying my time playing this. I've had a hard time. Between this and Farm Together, I've played nothing else. Uh yeah. yeah last week and it's just been <laughs> it's just, it has been a great week uh i i've really enjoyed gaming this week yeah looking through the achievement list I, nothing jumps out at me at being super difficult to actually unlock That's a it's just good point these uh, grind the vast majority of these achievements appear to be progression so as you're progressing the story yeah, there, progression. there's one i think i think there's like the penultimate achievement um no, yeah, no. I mean, there's some stuff in here that I don't understand what it means, but I'm sure if you read it, it would click. So, so the the next it just seems like a progression. The next, type to, the next, the most difficult achievement is achieving max rank on all forms. So that's taking all of your forms: the rat, the archer, the knight, uh, the the buff dude. There's a buff dude. It's awesome. Like he's he bench presses people. That's his attack. It's super. It's it's so drink box. That's awesome. Um, and so what you have to do is you have to take each one of these forms from whatever grade they start at all the way up to A. And you do that by doing those little quests. Um, that seems to be one of the highest ratio achievements. And the next one is defeat the calamity in New Game Plus. So yes, you do have to play this twice unless there's a code. Um, I assume that the second playthrough is much faster because if it's a New Game Plus, you're probably going to start with all of your forms. That's my guess. I don't know. Right. And that's that since you have to do that anyways, that's probably going to help you rank them up, too. That's true. Yeah. If you beat the first one yeah, and you play through and you can keep adding. Yeah, that's possible. You may have said this. I, I must it. Did you beat the story yet? Oh, no. Or are you still going? Oh, through no. I've, okay. I've gone through a few dungeons, but I really am just getting sidetracked. I, I'm really enjoying my time <laughs> unlocking uh, all these forms and just seeing their new attacks uh, and seeing what, okay. what the next form to get is. I was just wondering, since you have to beat it twice, how long the game is, but... Yeah. One of the, <laughs> there's a really um, interesting form, a horse. And I'm just like, how can this be fun? And they make it fun. Uh, they really do. The horse has this... Its main attack is behind it. So it does like a little mule kick, right? Or a horse kick, I guess. Um, but you have to attack enemies behind you. And that makes it really weird. There's a nice mechanic. That's weird. There's a nice mechanic in terms of direction when you're attacking... That if you hold the right trigger, it'll lock the direction that you're facing. So you can keep strafing that way and, and firing. Uh, it works really well for the horse kick because uh, you just kind of like turn your back 
towards an enemy, you lock it in, and you can just go and and spam them as they get in range. So, but yeah, I'm so excited to see what the other forms that they uh, have. Uh, and you know, I could go see that on the internet, but I'm having so much fun just uh, discovering it. And it's and the humor is there, typical drink box humor. Uh, this is a great game. I has questions. Shoot. Um, you said the game has humor. But does it have Easter eggs the same way Guacamole did? Not to give away anything, but like any like artwork in the background that might be something. Not at the same level. I I haven't noticed anything myself. Um, okay. So it's not like um, no, not the same way. Okay. So that means when you play it, you'll go through and yeah, you'll, you'll find, find it. Maybe like Nate, you're an idiot. And I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, we knew this. It's clearly Juan's head upside down <laughs> on the wall over there. I am curious to play it uh, co-op, of course. I believe in a rare in a rare change, there's only online co-op and not local co-op, from what I have heard. So that's weird. Yeah, I just learned yeah. today that it has co-op, but uh, I'm not going oh, to be able well. to explore that. <laughs> well, it's online co-op. Maybe you can find someone if... Uh, I'm always curious about that stuff. What unlocks for what? Well, for who? And it's Game Pass. So I'm sure somebody will be willing to, if you so choose. Yeah. There are no achievements for I, this person. I am aware. excited to try. Not it that I saw. At some point. I'd recommend you do it soon. Give yourself some time. Hmm. All right. Nobody saves the world. And yes, Kenny, it's $25. Would I pay full price? Even though it's on Game Pass. <laughs> oh, yes, I, I would. Ask. I'm, I'm about to press that button. I wasn't going to ask. Uh-oh. I knew oh. you would. <laughs> I'm about to press the button. It's drink box. I knew you yep. would. If it was twice that much, you'd probably still pay for I'd it. Think about it. And on PC and on PlayStation. This is true. The, and the do, Luna. <laughs> I need to find the soundtrack. <laughs> I'll go check Spotify. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go next in the game showcase. So I believe it was last week we were talking about all the the 360 Tomb Raider games being on sale and like on a deep sale. I went through and I picked up the two that I was missing and I started one of them, Tomb Raider Anniversary. Oh, nice. Now, if you don't know, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider Anniversary is a remaster of the very first Tomb Raider game. Now, I have been either playing and or watching these games since, really, since they were new. So the first one came out, I believe, in 1996. At that point, I would have been five. So I would not have been playing this game. Instead, the Tomb Raider games for me was a family thing. <laughs> my dad would my dad would play them. My dad would play the first uh let's see, he played one, two, three, four. He played like the first four or five Tomb Raider games. And like me, my brother, my mom would sit there and watch and we'd, you know, keep an eye out on if there was any um health packs or collectibles that he could get and also try to help solve the puzzles and stuff like that. So is that what you so, thought the female anatomy looked like? <laughs> Mom, oof. you got triangle boobies. 
I knew you were going to work in the triangle boobs. You have to. Come on. It's old Tomb Raider. Yeah. (laughs) Well, unfortunately for you, in the anniversary edition, they're no longer triangle. Oh. I I wouldn't notice that. I would just want to experience the uh, jumping and shooting and tombing and raidering. (laughs) So loading this game up, as soon as it got to the main menu and the music started playing... I immediately got a big smile on my face. The nostalgia was hitting back here, hearing that music. Wow. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard in 15, 20 years. It automatically took me back to that time when I was a kid playing this with my family. And it's, it's, it's so nice. I I'm really enjoying this. This is probably going to be one of the games I tried to complete for the 2022 Raider. Um, yeah. One of the nice things about this is that the all the horrible moving movement controls and exploration controls and the camera angles and all that from the PlayStation version has been fixed. It plays like a 2007 adventure game, adventure platformer. So, but at the same time like it's not terrible. Like Anybody listening to this could probably go back and play it and not hate their life. If you go back and play the PlayStation 1 version of this game, you wouldn't make it 15 minutes. You'd immediately want to turn it off because it, it is absolutely horrible. And the nice part about this is it is backwards compatible, which is also why I played it. Otherwise, I wouldn't. Um, the Like I said, the game is just a straight remaster. It looks much, much better now. It handles better. The achievement list is kind of plain. It's basically just beat the game and then, you know, a couple of story progression stuff like collecting the different weapons, beating on easy, medium, and hard. I think the hardest probably achievements in this would be completing each area without dying. But I'm pretty sure you can do like the dashboard glitch or dashboard or quit out dashboard thing to make it to where it's nice and easy. I should have looked at the achievement list before I started playing or else I would have known that. But I just, I jumped right in. Yeah. If you're a a fan of Tomb Raider, especially older ones, it's probably worth checking out if you haven't played the first one in a long time. That was, uh, yeah, I I would like to go back and play that. I mentioned last week that uh, Tomb Raider Anniversary is listed as well as DLC for Tomb Raider Legend, I think, and it's just weird, but it's also its own thing. Yeah. And they're all the Tomb Raider. three bucks right now, but by the time you hear this, they won't be anymore, but they'll be back to $3. Yeah, they go on sale quite often. So it's not that big of a deal. So yeah, two minutes. Good. All right, but yeah, two, the two minute series—they've always had you know special place in my heart. I've always really, really enjoyed these games. So being able to go back to them is awesome. I would love for a couple more of the of the PlayStation Two era games to get remastered, be able to go back to them as well. But I doubt that will actually happen. 
All right. I uh, did some research for Nate. Oh, goodness. (laughs) The soundtrack to Nobody Saves the World is on Spotify. I don't know how much it costs. I don't pay for that. And it is by uh, Jim Guthrie. So it's not by the same person that did Guacamole. But he also did the soundtrack to a game called Below that you also have on your tag. So there you go. Yeah, I think it's a very different style. But yeah, I'll check it out. Yes. All right. And Corey, what have you what have you been up to? All right. So I picked up a game. It is a, a little newish. I think it came out in December. And it's called Castle on the Coast. Now, I know you guys are interested to see this because I included some images and, and whatnot from the game. I've been staring at them. <laughs> it's a very psychedelic, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. bizarre kind of game. It's definitely um, colorful. It is a 3D collect-a-thon game. Yeah, this is very much in the PlayStation 1 uh, type era of a 3D platformer. And... Uh, Collectathon is how they describe it, and it is it is right 100%. You are going throughout the world, and you're collecting a lot of stuff. Uh, I just found out uh, last night when I was looking at the achievements that you have to collect everything, it seems. So uh, that that didn't sit too well, because I know I missed you know a couple here and there. But um, anyways, you are this giraffe. He's kind of a derpy-looking giraffe. He has his tongue sticking out. Uh, he's he has a scarf, and but before you diss him too much, the giraffe is actually uh, the the official mascot of Valley Children's Hospital in California. Uh, I don't think there's any connection other than that that I've seen. But you <laughs> you come to this castle, the castle on the coast, and uh, your story begins as you uh, meet some kids who are like wizards. I did not know this had anything to do with magic, and it just happened to come in the midst of Harry Potter uh, month for me. Nice. But uh, th- they're like two two mean kid magicians who don't like the others, and they're going to cause terror, and it is your job to go and kind of like fight them. And, and in order to get to them, I'm still playing the games. I haven't beat it yet, so it could be a little off. Uh, in order to get to them, you have to find you know the four keystones in this world. Uh, and so that's kind of where... Uh, the the story picks up, and it is your job to go and uh, find these worlds and then get the key. And most of the time, it ends with some kind of big challenge room, and uh, you know that that's all fine and dandy. The problems uh, with the game uh, come in the form of its gameplay. It does not direct you where to go. Uh, the things that you're collecting, you'll notice as you collect as you, as you go throughout the map that you'll see a door that obviously have one of the symbols uh, on the items you're collecting and a number. So you have to get so many of those to kind of progress and, and give, go further. Uh, there are people and things encased in ice. Uh, those seem to be related to costumes. I, I did pick up a costume that was a scuba suit. And I noticed that it, this has underwater sections uh, and I was losing air. And I noticed when I put on the scuba suit, uh, I didn't have to do any, you know, oxygen management so they actually do serve some purpose but uh you're going to be collecting everything anyways Uh, i believe all those costumes are part of that the absolute worst part about the game is uh can be described in one word that you don't ever want to hear with uh, a platformer especially a 3d one 
And that is the word floaty. This game is, is very floaty. You can it probably tell if you look it up. Uh, just a very quick video will kind of show you how colorful the game is, but it will probably also encapsulate how uh, little janky it is. Um, it, I, I haven't determined yet like whether it's like a, a recommend or anything like that. I don't think it's a terrible game. Definitely fun for kids, but I could see them getting frustrated with some of the platforming sections. Um, so if you have kids that are into that, uh, maybe look into it. Uh, it, it's a very kind of, you know, cute game, but otherwise you are just running around and you are collecting a ton of stuff. And just for UL, there is a player two mode, a co-op mode where you get a sidekick that floats around and you can become, you know, springy and you can blast enemies with magic or so it says uh, i don't have any two players to uh to try it out with but you um, you got two yeah, daughters that, get a bit to this come on they are playing paw patrol mighty pups for me they, they don't need to <laughs> they, they, don't they won't do them. anything with castle on the coast i guarantee it but uh yeah that's castle on the coast um the achievements like i said you're going to be collecting everything most of the other stuff's going to come from just the story that you're beating the games uh, but uh, just kind of getting all the collectibles, finding all of the um, uh, costumes and unlocking them, as they say. Uh, and then just a couple of miscellaneous ones. Like, I, I have no idea what how this uh, relates to it, but driving a car into the library, uh, reaching the highest point in the castle, you know, little miscellaneous stuff like that. Um, people have it logged in as... Uh, actually, I don't see a timeline here. I thought like six to eight hours was in my head, but... Uh, I could be a little off with that. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of like a a, a retro 3D collect-a-thon type game. By any chance, have you looked in the settings menu? Uh, I mean, I usually do when I first load up a game, but I didn't see anything that stood out. I was watching a clip while you were talking. Apparently, there's an invincibility setting. Uh, that... That probably wouldn't be Don't that much of that. A, a, a help. Like, I've only seen one kind of enemy, and, like, it's super easy to kill them. You have four hearts, and if you... Uh, there's, like, checkpoints pretty regularly, so I don't think that would actually help that much, but I might turn it on. All right. So, yeah, Castle on the Coast... It's it's kind of weird. It's worth a, a YouTube uh, look, but otherwise, it's it's different. I mostly played it for the goofy giraffe mascot. Of course. R.I.P. Toys R Us. All right. Well, let's... Oh, his name's George, by the way. Close to Jeffrey, but <laughs> not really. They did that on purpose. All right, let's get on to so some sales. That? Castle on the coast. Castle on the coast. Castle King on the coast. Castle on the coast. On the coast. All right, so let's see. What's the script have to say for me under sales? Mister Pumpkin two seven or four seventy nine down from six. I love more than all the halos combined. Wait a minute, <laughs> who put this on here? I'm Ron Burgundy. Which one of you put this on here? I don't put this on here. I don't put this on here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't put this crap on here. 
I'm proud of you. So, for yeah, Mr. Pumpkin 2 is on sale. That's nice to know. Wow. Thanks, Kenny. Good job. Gross. I mean, if you hate yourself, I guess you can buy this and then go buy the first one, too. Uh, L, do you have any real games to recommend? <laughs> Not really. Can <laughs> <laughs> covered them all? I have a bunch of <laughs> NES classics. The Arc System They're games. not real games. Quiet, yeah. Yeah, the Arc System games, uh, Crash and the Boys, Double Dragon 1, 2, and 3, Renegade, River City Ransom, and Super Dodgeball are all 349. And they are famous slash infamous for having uh, 600 easy gamer score that you can get in about two minutes, all by playing with the menus. And because of this, they all have very high ratios. If you actually, I don't know, play the games. Uh, as it turns out, there's nah. there's a contest called Extra Credit. And uh, basically, it's just playing random games. And uh, River City Ransom came up in the January Quickie category. Uh, Quickie being a zero to four hour game. So I actually saw people playing it. And I actually helped a couple people with this game. Uh, being uh, Dude with the Face and Nightwolf. I actually sat in party and walked Dude with the Face through some of the game. And... I gave Nightwolf some tips as well, since the walkthrough is is pretty trash. Um, they tell you to save up money, and you should buy some uh, buy some books for yourself, some power ups. The whole point is to defeat enemies, not run all the way to the end. That's how you get killed. And everyone's like, "This game sucks. It's so cheap." I'm like, "You're supposed to buy stuff to make you better, and not run through." Of course, it's gonna suck if you play like that. So. Do they offer any assistance, like save states, or rewind? I mean, you can save state the whole time, but if you're doing that every five seconds, it's it's terrible. So it's nice to have some actual tips. River City Ransom is something I played as a kid, and I know it very well. So if you need help with that, give me a PM. Uh, Double Dragon games are notoriously hard, and Renegade's hard. I don't know. I got a 600 gamer score. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> Same. The one positive about those games is the uh, all achievements achievements actually pop when they're supposed to. Oh, that's nice. Which is a thing. So, yeah. So, the only, there's only three in-game achievements for all of these games. That's the sad part. I don't know. I don't know. I it's kind of nice getting 600 gamer score and not actually having to play it. Okay. It's certainly a thing you can do. And many have done it. But most. But now you can do it for cheaper. What about you, Corey? So on my Harry Potter kick, uh, I decided to put a price tracker on Lego Harry Potter, despite my uh, what my brain was yelling at me for getting a Lego game. And uh, it promptly went on sale about 20 minutes later for the <laughs> lowest price that it has ever been, which I think is like $8. So uh, that contains both of the Harry Lego Harry Potters from the Xbox 360. So uh, so that's fun, and it's going to be a long, long time. You're going to stack but, them? Uh, no, no, I'm not playing Xbox 360 games. It sounds like crazy talk. Oh. Uh, one thing I was, I'm looking up just now, because I didn't think about it, is if it's worth 2,000 gamer score, and it is. So that's that's a plus, I guess. Sure. Uh going to take 40 hours but hey 2000 gamer score also on my my list is something that i i think got into my game of the year like 
talks, but uh, we, I don't think we ever mentioned it on, on the Chivis. Uh, and that's probably because I think that it was a really good game, but it was so short that uh, it only stayed in my life like two or three days. And that is a short hike. Uh, and it's a couple bucks off this week. Uh, it's only $8 to begin with, so you're getting it for like five fifty this week. And it is such a good game. I would recommend this to anybody and everybody. Uh, and you don't need a guide for it. And if you just want to enjoy a game that won't take you incredibly long, look for a short hike. Off a long pier. And how about you, Nate? What, do you, what are you recommending this week? Well, I will be brief because there's a couple things here. Uh, I'm going to start off with Ash of God's Redemption. It's $3 down from 30 That is the primary reason that I'm going to recommend it because that's a huge thing. Uh, it's role-playing strategy, um, turn-based, and it reminds me, based off of only the art style, of the Banner Saga games. So if you are the type of person oh. that enjoyed those, uh, you might want to look at this as well. Uh, next up... Got crazy TAD, too. Yeah. Uh, next up, Monkey King Saga, $2 down from 10 mm. uh, This is strat- strategy and tower defense, which is, of course, why I am suggesting it. Next I up, that game. Gods Will Fall, six twenty five down from 25 Or if you go for the crazy Super Mega Ultra Edition, it's seven ninety nine down from 32 As far as I can tell, there's no benefit in going for the Super Ultra. Um, this is action-adventure, judging by the few people that have completed it. Uh, one of them actually showed how long it took them. Uh, the other person, for whatever reason, the Xbox did not record it. TA didn't show it. Uh, we're looking at 20 hours. <laughs> this game is fun. I, I did try it out. I bought this a while ago, and I figured, you know what? If I'm going to talk about it, especially if I'm going to recommend it more than once, which I think I have, uh, I'm going to try it out. And it is fun. I, I enjoy this type of... Um, it's kind of hack and slash, but it's a little bit challenging. Uh, it's a cool little thing where you have a party of characters and each one of them is a little bit different. Let's say eight or 10. Uh, you can only use one of them at a time going through a level. If you die in the level, that person is lost in that level. If you complete it with another person who has a different skill set, uh, then you will free them. Uh, and that's pretty cool. Pretty cool little thing. I see that Waka has purchased this. So I hope to, uh, suggest that he play it and and, not challenge him, but Tell him uh, to play that earlier, uh, sooner rather than later, and maybe he'll talk about it uh, in depth. Uh, and then finally, oh no, not finally, uh, Flow Lines Versus. $2.50 down from 5 This is a puzzle game, uh, and it is fun. If you've ever played the Artifacts Monday games or other games that have like puzzles interspersed without them, uh, or through them, I should say, uh, you might be familiar with this puzzle type where you have to, you have a grid, you have a start. Oh. Yeah, you have a start and an endpoint for a line, ah, a colored line, and you have to uh, basically fill up that board with the lines and not have them cross. Uh, that's what this game is. However, they mm-hmm. because you're gonna be playing it for a while, they threw in some interesting wrenches. There are actually pieces where uh, things can overlap, and they're very specific in that you know it can come in from the lower left and exit through the upper left, and then there's another one that comes in from the upper right and goes out through the lower right. All sorts of cool stuff like that. Uh, nice little twists on it. Um, it's a fun game, and it's only $2.50. I recommend this, especially if you like puzzle wow. games. Uh, and finally, just a brief mention, as they are relatively new Metroidvanias. Uh, they're on sale. I haven't played them, but I like them. I like the look of them. Uh, Astalon, Tears of the Earth, $15 down from 20 Not a huge sale. Um, it's about... Uh, it's kind of an 8-bitty 
Metroidvania, if you're familiar. So if you look at it, the graphics are a little bit 8-bit, but they look like they're fancified a tiny bit. And last up, Batbarian, or Batbarian, uh, Testament of the Primordials, $14 down from 20 It's Metroidvania. Corey has talked about it before. Uh, Corey, you recommend at 14 e, For people who don't yeah, live in Argentina? Yeah, it, it, it's, a, <laughs> it's a good game. It's a good game. There you go. A lot of people are talking about it in the Metroidvania channel. Hashtag Mainers. Uh, and a lot of people mm-hmm. really like this game, so we might want to check it out. Maybe that price isn't good, but yeah. uh, take a look. Yeah, especially those people who like La Mulana. I don't think it's anywhere near on that scale, but I, I bet you they they would definitely like it. Is it more puzzly or actiony? The puzzles are more on like one screen puzzles. Okay. Um, but uh, it's, it's been a while since I played it. Uh, it's the one that had the map where you can make your own markings and stuff. And uh, it did have several different endings. Um, so, yeah, it's all, all around, though. It it was a solid game. I, I should go back and try to clean it up a little bit. There are, of course, other Metroidvanias, but we've suggested them in the past, so I'm not going to cover them again. Ori. All right. And we have three games that are coming up on Game Pass. Available now is Taiko no Tatsujin, the Drum Master. On February 3rd is Dreamscaper. And on February 10th is Besiege. So I'm just going to throw this out there. We haven't got the Game Pass news yet. Those were, uh, I I mean, I guess those are confirmed. confirmed. Um, Those were TA. Uh, Dreamscaper looks like a pretty sweet action uh, roguelite. And uh, Kenny, I think you would dig Besiege if you haven't seen it. I'm looking at it now. Physics-based building game, and you're constructing like medieval, uh, you know, machinery. All of it, you know, for lack of a better word. And uh, yeah, you just unleash some chaos. Yeah, it looks it looks interesting. I I, I don't that, know about it. Both that and Dreamscaper are. Super positive reviews uh, on PC. So, That's good. Uh, I, I'm really excited to try Dreamscaper. It looks pretty good. The Siege actually was one I confused with Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. Um, huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because uh, Along the same they, they're line. kind of on the same line, but I think that Besiege is actually the good one, uh, and Tabs is not. <laughs> um, well, I know Tabs is not, uh, but Dreamscaper looks uh, really cool, and it's a, it's a roguelite, so I just assumed that Corey was going to be playing that right away. Yeah, well, we'll see. I have a, a giraffe, uh, a goofy-looking giraffe distracting me this week. We'll see what distracts me next week. Because <laughs> I really did want to play Nobody Saves the World yet, and I oh, haven't. that's good. Did I mention it's He's going to talk about that next week. All right. Well, after that, we got some coming, some games that are coming real soon. Go ahead, Cord. You've got the first game. Oh. I think I have the only game. Actually, this the only game. The first and only. <laughs> that's worth mentioning. Uh, even though Dying Light 2 is there, we're not going to talk about it. We're going to talk about a game called Webbed. And this is a, a game that came out on PC near the end of last year, or the you know the back half at least. And uh, I just saw it. I, I think I, I've saw, I saw it uh, when it came out like quickly. And then uh, it was on Games Done Quick this you know a few weeks ago and somebody uh, did a speed run at this game and it was crazy to see 
And uh, I was trying to think, like, how would you even do this with a controller? Because um, what they were doing was some crazy stuff, uh, moving uh, what was clearly like a reticle super fast with a mouse. Um, and so, uh, so the next, like, a few days later, it's like, hey, this is coming uh, to Xbox. So it will be here February 2nd on Wednesday, next Wednesday. So Webbed uh, is a, a, an adventure game where you are a spider, and you're trying to save... Uh, your boyfriend from the big mean bird, and uh, you need to use your webs uh, to basically uh, swing your way through and kind of make a pathway for you through these worlds. Uh, and uh, it's an interconnected world, so I don't know if you get any abilities or power ups and go back, but it is an interconnected world, and uh, you'll use your spider stuff to to get through Senses. it. I, I do know that you. You meet other bugs and stuff, and you can help them, and then they, you know, in turn help you. And uh, and yeah, it seems like a it seems like a really cute game, like a good game. Uh, achievement list is out. It, it does seem like it's gonna have two playthroughs, just for the fact that I saw an achievement that says eat every fly, and then finish the game without eating a, sing- a single fly. So it, it's a good list overall because I think they're gonna have you, you know, kind of go across the gambit of the game. Uh, which is good, uh, but you might be having to do a playthrough just for one achievement, which I never am a fan of, but uh, what do you know? Uh, I really like the look of the game, though. 8-bit uh, spiders seem pretty cool. It is very rare that a game introduces a new movement mechanic, and just what I'm seeing from the, the videos here is really cool. Uh, they've done it. They've, they've invented a new way to move around the game. And this looks super cool. I'm very excited. And I'm a little yeah, bit jealous yeah. that you stole this one. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the good ones. Uh, got to get them early. But yeah, webbed uh, does look pretty good. Definitely different. It's a bower bird. All right. Well, Corey, why don't you keep on talking and mention the losers for this week. All right, beep, 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 just in. This G-Task week had some drama, sort of. Uh, There's a new rule implemented where off-platform syncs are not going to be allowed anymore, so if you're playing a game on PC or another console that offers uh, synced progress where you can auto-pop every achievement uh, or a lot of achievements, uh, you're going to be disqualified. And so planting, let that be known. And I guess in uh, a protest, uh, Survivalist, uh, Noth, and uh, Inferno took a, a DQ. Uh, it was all in jest and it was all requested. Uh, but all three of them are eliminated by request uh, from the individual side. Um, Inferno and Noth were on a team together. And so I think once two people are just DQ'd, and actually, actually, Maybe their team's still in it. I don't know. Anyways, the other individual losers this week are Ella Follette, uh, Lucas1987, Saucy Slingo, A. Hazo, Sadic, Vulgar Latin, Legohead, and What the Fug. And a Survivalist team also was eliminated this past week. All right. And what about the bonuses, L? All right. The solo bonus is called Easy Cheesy, worth 500 TA. And the period having unlocked at least 5,000 gamer score. All right. Old school. Team bonus is called No Cheese Allowed. Oh. 
Wait a minute. Worth 1,500 TA. End the period with each member having unlocked no achievements with a TAD less than 10. What? Well, good luck with that. They basically cannot start in any game. Right? You're supposed to do that at the same time as uh, unlocking 5,000 gamers score? If you're in both? Okay. Kind of contradict each other. Yeah. <laughs> only, only the only the true, true gamers will will go for both and achieve both. All right, and gamertag challenge, Nate. Yes, gamertag challenge is a little thing that we put on where you, we're trying to uh, we're challenging you to spell a patron gamertag. And this month it is Jimbot UK with a wild card game. Uh, any new achievement in a Pac-Man or Trials game is worth one bonus draw. And bonus, the bonus uh, category is and action. Uh, achievements in action genre is one bonus per uh, achievement, limit one per game. Uh, if you have any questions about that, what is that? Go to the GTC uh, Gamertag Challenge channel in the Discord, and we will uh, talk it up there. Next week is the first week of the month, and that's when we'll be announcing our new Gamertag. It's fun. We get to do that live. It's not very often we get to do that. Uh, we will also be uh, tabulating the scores, so you're going to have to be on point this month. I think it would be cool to do it on the same show, so we're going to try that, I think. Uh, so hey, Nate, I have yeah. a question. Go ahead. Uh, is it me? Uh, mm, uh, hold on. Uh, no, on, it is never you. Uh, it's written Damn there. it. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Specifically it's never every L. time. One day, huh. one day. It will not be you. Okay. All right. And final section for us is Brag Camp. Take it away, Corey. For completion, Sadak has completed 150 games. Mr. Gompers at 500 completed games. RPG Davey, 900 completed games. Waka is at 950. Sniped by a girl who also had some G-Test drama this <laughs> current week. 1,150 and Magic Monkey 1,250 completed games. In ratio, Philip Wendell has reached a new milestone with a TA ratio of 1.6. In streaks, Koosh Moose oh, oh, hit the lauded 50-day achievement win streak. Ross Ross, Ross 850, only 800 more. Unky Tim Fu with 1,900. Seamus McLimey with 1,950. Prue with 2,150. Mr. Gompers with 3,050. Uh, also tied with Matrarch with 3,050. And Mad iPad Eye with 3,250. In the year achievement win streak category, we have Prince It with two years. Nice. In gamer score, Philip Wendo has hit 450,000. Freaky RO, 550,000. Bad home six hundred thousand. What the fuck eight hundred? Kitty Skies is the newest member of the one oh. million gamer score club. Here to go. Prue has hit one point one million gamer score. Magic Monkey one point two million gamer score, and Jimbot UK has hit one point four million gamer score. In leaderboards. EMZ M's M's Emery Fergie is in the top 50,000 of the Gamer Score leaderboard. She's been hanging out in that beers and boosting group and just scoring away. 
Logic Slayers in the top 10,000 of the TA leaderboard. Luke, 17,000 is in the top 50,000 of the TA difference leaderboard for survival. Uh, someone's adding commas to the dock, which reminds me that uh, they have added commas to Gamerscore now on the Xbox. I don't know if anyone is in the Insider program or knows about this, but yeah, there are now commas in your Gamerscore. Does anyone care about this? Not yours, Kenny. You got to get yeah, more. Yeah, you have to get points. to uh, four digits. Obvious. Yeah, Kenny. <laughs> Morbid237 is now in the top 50 of the USA TA leaderboard for platformers. <laughs> Sniped by a girl is now in the top 200 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for RPGs and top 500 of the TA leaderboard for action RPGs. Hmm, is Dauntless considered those things? I don't know. I wonder. And High Road V2 is a third in the Colorado TA leaderboard for racing and OMJ of the Elroy is number what number one in the Tennessee Gamer Score leaderboard for party games. Nice. I mean, that sounds like something he would do. Play games Took over that dirty stallion. Play games he's, that he can. He's holding uh, less and less leaderboards these days. Playing games where you can use multiple controllers by yourself. Dirty oh, no. Elroy. You know, achievement factory. Ugh. In Brad Camp, NBA Kirkland completed Madden 08 in tribute to the passing of John Madden and Call of Juarez. Did you do something it's with that, uh, Nate? Or am I thinking of something? I did. Yeah, he uh, put a call out to see if we could get enough people together. There was an achievement that required five people. So we got a bunch of people uh, and knocked it out for him and for everyone else that needed it. So. Nice. Uh, Gray Shark completed Drongen Dungeons of Ink and Paper, as well as the uh, got the milestone for starting 1,000 games. We are definitely a bad influence to Little Sharky. Logic Slayer completed a Saboteur, and Ahizo completed Forza Horizon 5 for now. Nice. Wakapel was the first to complete Eternal Return on the Windows platform. Very nice. He brags a lot because he's actually good at games. He uh, posted a screenshot in which he is, for the first time, number one in Achievements 1, TA, TA Difference, Gamer Score, and Completions in Battle Royale games, all five. So whatever the, Wild. F- whatever the five version is of a trifecta, a five-fecta, that's what we'll call it. Quintfecta, Quintecta, Quintet. I don't, I don't know if he plans on talking about it, but I know this eternal return thing was like a big team effort as well. Uh, a lot of people, uh, I don't know if you had to dive the game or if you could play it without getting on your tag, but I think a, a lot of people jumped in. I saw, I don't know, it had to be like ten people in uh, the voice room in Discord, uh, and I, they, I think they were all in there trying to help Waka get first. Nice. It was nice to see. That's cool. I'm sure he will submit something for it either this week or next week. Waka waka. Uh, yeah, so congrats to all of our Brad Campions. Please tag me. Somebody tag me. Anyone. 
so I can. I really want you to talk to him. I, 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 even I, if it's not related. I don't to the, care. The Whatever it, you could tag me in food and drink. You could tag me wherever you want. Just not Von Coin. That's not real. I got a book there uh, last <laughs> week. That's still a thing. <laughs> I was just joking. Yeah. <laughs> what books? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. A, a book. <laughs> books. Uh, they do a lot of gift cards these days. Really. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Damn it, Kenny! You so, just tagged me in food and drink. <laughs> you just told me to. I know, I did. <laughs> At least post a picture of a taco by your crotch or something. Jeez, get with the program. Do something. He wants do me to. Something. I get yelled at. I don't do something. No, I get I'm, yelled I'm, at. I'm happy. You, you about just it. can't please him. I'm happy about it. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for us this week. As Nate was saying before, we will be having our live show next week. So please be sure to tune in to Twitch, twitch.tv slash AH101. While you're there, give us a follow and a, subs- and a subscription. If you want to get in some boosts or join the community, discord.io slash AH101. You can send us a Twitter tweet on the Twitter at Achievements101. Subscribe to our YouTube, Achievement Hunting 101. And if you're able to, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Achievement Hunting 101. Helps keep all this going. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Saucy Slingo and tell him not only do the Patriots suck, but Brady sucks too. He's out of here. Suck it, Saucy. And also the overtime rules are fine, Kenny. The Bills gave up. Give up. You're wrong. Did you watch the game? <laughs> I was screaming. That game was awesome. 13 seconds left. They should have held them. Come on. Bills deserved it. They deserved to lose. They That's, should change the rules. Damn it. They should absolutely me. change the rules. Yeah. To, to what? Uh, to what, Corey? Uh, just to, if it's a tie, then yeah. nobody wins. There you go. Now they should Game over. They should, all right. They should just call it a draw. Call it a draw. <laughs> and let the other team yep. get a bye. All right. I like that rule. Who's your favorite wizard, Corey? So you and I have something to talk about. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. The Washington I'm not that Wizards. Big of a nerd. <laughs> you like McGonagall? I think he was trying to talk about Harry Potter again. McGonagall. I, I can tell you, I don't oh. like that Umple person. Oh wow! Umple Beast. Not Umple Beast. The, the one. <laughs> oh, who, the, but the, the um, lady who wears the pink. Who's oh, the one? Yeah. And the um, McGonagall. The second Dumbledore sucks, right? Not McGonagall. Right, Umbridge. Corey. Uh. The second Dumbledore sucks. Uh, the actor. I could. I couldn't tell that it was a different. Stop actor. it! They're completely different. Oh. <laughs> movie magic. I don't know, but it's kind of got me wanting to watch Lord of the Rings. Oh. Yeah. Should, but I need to ask Save. you. Should I need to watch the no, Hobbit you do first. Not. No. Okay. Watch. You watch prequel. You watch them in theatrical release order. As long order. as you've read the book, you do not need to. Uh... <laughs> Okay, you're you're making some big assumptions there. <laughs> yeah, you can go straight to the movies. Um, you know, the Lord of the Rings movies. In fact, I'd recommend it because if knows? you watch The Hobbit, which came out, which was produced after the the special effects are going to look worse. Yeah, but isn't it a prequel? It is. Don't you always so watch the prequels first? No, no. you don't have to. No. Even Star Wars. No, because prequels you, know, you watch them in order of theatrical release. Right, because prequels will give you will give you nods to to things that you've learned already in the non prequels. Exactly. Yeah, right. But then Yoda gets better looking 
And it doesn't matter. That's a personal thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, the puppets are better than the CGI. Everyone knows that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone uh, knows that. Pre- Frank Oz knows that. The prequels are the best. I had the right accent for once. I think. I think you're trying to make me angry. <laughs> I, you yeah, didn't like me very angry. I'm very much trying to make you angry. Uh, we clearly need a team building event where we watch Indiana Jones 4. The I'm down. Oh, there's a new one coming out? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that, class is dismissed. Was, See you all next week. Was a short Live on Twitch. Oh, blah, blah. Good day. Welcome back to One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List, a segment where we take a look at the achievement list of a couple of games, one that we would love to give a high five, and the other we would leave hanging, or give it a big old psych. What exactly makes those lists good or bad? Well, that's what we will be discussing. This is One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. I am Elroy OMJ, and I am joined today by an individual who doesn't know if there are any rocks ahead. He is Anigo. <laughs> What's up, man? You doing all right, Elroy? Yeah, at some point I want to run out of these, these movie references, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I can go with just about anything on those. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, as long as they just don't make a remake of the movie, that's all I care. I agree I just, with you a hundred percent. I don't. I, I. I. If they came out with one, I don't think I'd go see it. I don't I, think I would. I'm with you a hundred percent on that. Uh, I don't think I could bring myself to see it either because you know, there's people out there that, trying that cast yeah, again. That ever. chemistry was yep. just amazing. <laughs> it was just amazing. It was you know campy and just oh man, it's just awesome. It yeah. really was, and I. I, I don't know exactly how how I would react if they did a remake of it, but it would not be positive. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess uh, Mandy Patikin could be probably uh, the wizard by now. I guess he's old <laughs> enough to, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, well, I think you're up on deck, man. You got us a, a turd sandwich to, to, to discuss. Yes, I do. And, All right. You know, out here to to ruffle as many feathers as humanly possible. Fantastic. <laughs> um, much much like your uh, perfect dark zero. I this is a <laughs> game that is it's one of those games. It's a fantastic game mm-hmm. that the achievement list kind of puts a little bit of a stain on it. All right, I'm okay. all ears. I have no idea what your game is. Uh, we we again, I've just gotten in the habit where we don't talk about that. So yes. I'm anxious to hear what you got. So my bad list is going to be Alan Wake. <laughs> Wait, I swear I just, I swear I just saw like a news story on that game or something. Uh, well, the the remaster was just released on the X One. Uh, okay. So you know what better time uh, to to talk about this? You know we're right in the Halloween season. Okay. Um. You know this is a horror horror game. Um. You know at mm-hmm. at its roots, and it is a fantastic game. Probably, if not the best game I played on the 360. Um. 
because the game itself is great. Uh, good story, good gameplay. I know a lot of people do not like the, the mechanics of the game. As a rule, it tends to be one of the biggest knocks on it, but I think it all worked together very well uh, from a game in perspective. We have a lot of varied listeners, so speak of it to me as if I've never played this or had any desire to play this ever in my life. So, so what's wrong with the game mechanics? So, the actual game itself, a lot of people did not like the combat in it. You know, you, you basically use a flashlight and a flare gun or, or your main Oh, I think I've heard of that. Weapons. Yeah, I think I have heard of that with the... Kind of like uh, the like Blair Witch, where you're using the flashlight on that one? Yes. I, I, I did play that one. And so. so, a lot of people just didn't like it because... It really wasn't combat, but this game was structured, you know, it's not necessarily a survival horror, Mm. but it, it, it was structured in the vein of like the original Resident Evil Mm. of, you kind of want to try to avoid combat or minimize combat as much as possible and kind of move along. And that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So a lot they, of they kind of like, they abandoned uh, that, like even at the second Resident Evil, and all of a sudden you're just shooting everything. Yeah, and I personally liked those types of games. You know, where they mm-hmm. were thought provoking. Like, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? You know, and and, mm-hmm. and it made you kind of it pressured you into doing something in the moment. Okay, and I, I personally like that and. and some of the games I play are built into some of those models, if you will. You know, like a lot mm-hmm. of people were, not to try to get too off track, but, you know, like Dead Rising, a lot of people didn't like the timer and the time constraints. Oh, God, You know, yeah. Dead Rising. I personally Absolutely. loved it. I, I thought it was great, and it added a great element to the game. And much like Resident Evil, they kind of got away from that in the later Dead Risings, and they lost my interest at that point. They just weren't as exciting to play. Oh, so anymore. so you liked the timer? I loved it. I, I really? loved okay. yes, I love the you know, kinda edge of your seat and you kinda had to go, go, go and keep moving. Mm. And don't, you know, slow down for anything dumb, <laughs> so to say. <laughs> All right. Um so with Alan Wake, it, it, this is when we talk about a bad list. This is where the achievement list ruins the actual experience of the game itself, okay? Mm-hmm. So, if you've never played the game, it's a heavily story-driven game, okay? And it's an atmospheric-driven game. So, when you're playing it, you're trying to absorb the story and the atmosphere of the environment around you, okay? The problem is, is they put way too many collectibles in this game for you to even kind of get those experiences Mm. because the amount of collectibles that they threw into this game is just stupid and the achievements that are tied to it spider-man level it's it's close it it, it is close (laughs) there's a lot but they're they're needless collectibles like there's just no reason to grab them because it's distracted you and or detracted you from what you are trying to experience, and that is, mm. like you said, the the entire environment of the game. Is it like they're like real 
oversized just floating in the air or are they like in the background or how do they take away from the whole experience other <laughs> than just being there you're you're busy looking for them oh, you know yeah. like it it it, it kind of gets you out of the tempo of the game mm-hmm. and i guess I, I might be doing a very poor job of describing that but this was not the game that you want to jam 150 whatever thermoses into it <laughs> is that Which, what the the what some of the collectibles are? <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. And then there's manuscript pages, you know. Um, um, yeah, what's with all the manuscript pages? Like, why why is that the go to collectible? It seems these days. <laughs> seems like everyone's writing stuff down and leaving well, it all over games. <laughs> the manuscript pages, I guess, kind of makes sense in way because I don't want to reveal too much of the story. But, I mean, Al, uh, just to give you the background, Alan Wake is a writer. Okay. Okay, so that, that, that's he, what he is. He's a writer. He's an author, okay? And he has a flashlight. And he has a flashlight. And he, um, and he what, where's the thermoses come in? Well, I think he likes to drink coffee, if I remember correctly. <laughs> From a thermos, so okay. The thermoses are, are coffee-filled thermoses. That's a lot of coffee, isn't it? It's a lot of coffee. In fact, um, the achievement <laughs> name is called Hypercaffeinated. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I think you know that, man. <laughs> Fantastic. So, and then you also have hidden chests you got to find. Wait, you wait. Know, and it's... It, it says you've discovered every thermos of coffee, but that's clearly a coffee mug as the art. Right. So, is it is it like called thermoses? Is, is cups mugs called thermoses somewhere is this a, a british thing is this a british game or what it I, okay I i've don't never wanna, i've never heard anybody call a mug or a I coffee don't cup want to say anything i think um it, it's made by <laughs> remedy okay which you know obviously they make control um and I want to say, this is probably not going to be right, so somebody's going to, you know, you can yell at me and curse me all you want, but I, I want to say that Sam, it, it might be a Swedish company. I think Sam Lake might mm. be Swedish. Well, it's not marked with the Canadian tag, the CA on there, so that's, it's not a Canadian release, so that's good. Um, so, apparently he is Finnish. Sam Lake is Finnish. Finch, so, uh, okay. Um, so there you go. He uh, apparently, I just had to Google this real quick because I was way off. Uh, sorry to the Finnish folks. Sorry to Sam Lake. Sorry to everybody. Uh, please revert <laughs> back to my previous disclaimers. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, he attended the University of Helsinki. So um, now Remedy has a, a great track record of making really good games. Um, I can't really think of a bad game that they've made, to be honest. And Alan Wake was not a bad game. The problem with Alan Wake, when it first released, and I'm digging back into the into my history, if I'm not mistaken, Alan Wake came out the same way, same week as Red Dead Redemption. Oh, that's unlikely. Yeah, so I think it got kind of lost in the shuffle a little bit because of Red Dead Redemption. And anybody that's played the game... <laughs> You're you, right, they, they released on the exact same day. Yes, okay, so, so my, my memory <laughs> of funny. it is... <laughs> <somewhat> <laughs> <correct>. <laughs> ah, 
the thing is, is like anybody that's played Alan Wake usually has very positive things to say about it, and I am no different. But when we talk about a bad achievement list, I think it's got a bad achievement list because there was two DLCs released uh, that had just two really out of place achievements, or one mm-hmm. in each DLC, where you had to complete the DLC in in one go, you know, without dying. And this really kind of was not the, I don't feel this was the game that really warranted something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm all for the, you know, like Mind Laban and Wolfenstein. That's cool. Complete the whole game without dying on the hardest difficulty. That's a game that warrants something like that. Alan Wake does not. You know, it's it's just not the type of combat system that lends itself to achievements of that nature. Hmm. So, with that being said, like I said, the, the insane amount of collectibles um, and those DLC achievements just really kind of made this a bad list. But it's a great game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with that being said, I would not let the achievement list, like, deter anybody from playing it. Mm-hmm. Because it is a great experience. If you're not a completionist, you will have even more fun with the game and enjoy it even more than the completionist. Hmm. So, that, that's because they're not going to be looking for coffee cups everywhere. That's right. They're not going to get sidetracked with, like, the, you know, the stupid collectibles uh, there are some really great moments in the game. There's some some really great Easter eggs, you know, like throughout the game, and mm-hmm. you know some like little hidden gems and stuff like that. Uh, again, I don't want to speak and get too into it because I do understand. I um, this is a, a ten plus year old game, but there's also people that are new to gaming with the remaster just out. Maybe they weren't old enough to play this game or whatever when it did mm-hmm. release 10 years ago and they may be just about to get into that experience. So I don't want to, like I said, ruin too much about what's going on, but the, it just has some really good moments and the story is very well written from from top to bottom, like any Remedy game, really. So, mm-hmm. um, again, don't let the achievement list deter you from playing this game i'm just going on record to say it's a bad achievement list (laughs) (laughs) it would have been funny if they had released this uh remastered on the same day red dead you know redemption 2 came out that would have been really funny they should have definitely tried to do that but uh, oh well missed opportunity and and i haven't i've I've purposely held off on starting the remaster uh i I plan on starting it on halloween day oh that's Um, cool you know, because it's going to be my little Halloween experience, I guess, if you will. Um, good game to, to play at nighttime. You know, tur- turn the lights mm-hmm. off and, you know, turn the audio up. Get you a set mm-hmm. of headphones on and 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 get get lost in, in, in the world of Alan Wake. Oh, cool. Well, I've, yeah, I've never played it. Never really had any desire to play it, but uh, maybe I will. I don't yeah, know. it... it I, I will recommend this game to everybody, but it is, like I said, the achievement list will make the completion. It's it's not a difficult completion. It's just, mm-hmm. 
it could ruin the experience if you go mm. for the full completion. I mean, I survived flashing flashlights at uh, things in Blair Witch. I guess I can flash flashlights in this. Uh, yeah, what? and what? you know, if you, if you put yourself through through Bomberman, I think you owe it to yourself to play Alan Wake <laughs> at this point. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't have a lot of free time now because there's certain 750, you know, pound gorilla in the, in, 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 the, in the room. The the 750 pound gamer score gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freaking man. Oh, I hate that game. Oh, oh, anyway. Well, let's talk uh, some good stuff then. How about yes? All right. Now I'm presenting this in a kind of a different way. I'm kind of giving a, a tease to it to kind of build the interest of it. All right. So rather than just come right out with it, I'm going to uh, paint a picture of you. Though. All right. So bear with me. So right, bring it on, Bob Ross. <laughs> all right. It's a pretty little podcast. Pretty little podcast. So, um, all right. So Nigo, think back to your early Xbox 360 days. All right. So you thinking back? Do I and have think, to? Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of part of the. Yeah. So think back to some of the f- most fun you had playing it. You know, yeah, the simpler days, all that, maybe some couch co-op. And so you can't think 360 couch co-op without thinking of Castle Crashers, right? Castle Crashers was a part of everyone's favorite 360 days. So 13 long years ago, it was released. And its rabid fan base, we all had to wait seven long years until it was re-released onto the X-Bone. And it had some minor tweaks and some changes, but eh, it's pretty much the same thing. So, no sequel to Castle Crashers until about three years after when Pit People came out, to which people said, what the hell is this? This isn't Castle Crashers sequel. Why can't you give us a sequel to Castle Crashers? So let me tell you something. There is a sequel to Castle Crashers. This game captures the charm, the humor, the game mechanics, everything there is to like about Castle Crashers. The whole shabam. It exists. It costs only Fifteen dollars, fifteen buckaroos. But would you believe that only seventy-seven people on TA have discovered it, of which I'm one of them. And guess what else? It has one kick-ass chivo list. So I definitely want to talk about this game. So Enigo, let me introduce you to your next favorite game. Wonder Blade. All right. Wonder Blade. Two words. Wonder Blade. I have never heard of this. Nobody has. It's 77 freaking people on TA. I only stumbled upon it because it's a beat em up. And that's kind of my thing. And I played this and I'm like, I'll be dang. This is Castle Crasher's sequel. The sequel I've been waiting 13 years for. And it's been here, you know, it came and nobody knows about it. So I'm trying to do a public service announcement here to let everyone know that this game exists because, I mean, 
It's a Castle Crashers sequel. People love Castle Crashers. Why? I mean, anyway, so it's published by East to West Games. Uh, they only have one other game. It's, uh, well, they have this game, and then they have My Son Lieberhosen or something like that. I don't know. It's like some game. And that, that game has been delisted. Yeah, it was. It came and it went in a hurry, and uh, nobody remembers that. But Wonderblade is still out there, and it is still the sequel that we all wanted to Castle Crashers. Did I say that enough times yet? And it's only $15. Why is there only 77 people at TA? And it has like a four-point-something stars on it i mean everyone that plays this game is like oh my gosh this is the sequel to castle crash so uh it's a 12 hour completion ish ish i think i don't know it's nothing list no one has really listed that but i'm estimating about 12 hours i haven't finished it yet i'm about eight hours in or so but um i just need to grind out um it's kind of like castle crashes <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say that so many times but you basically have to just grind out some levels and some coins and then get all the weapons and then get all, you know, a certain level and stuff like that. And then once you get, you know, to be a a high, the highest level, then you can pretty much just cut through the game like, like it's nothing. And so that's your reward. And there's a couple of Chivos that that'll get you. And I'll talk about that in a second, but I haven't done it yet because um, despite only, you know, 77 people starting this game that is just like Castle Crashers, that, um, it, like, the ratios are kind of high on a lot of them. Uh, they're not exactly challenging achievements. It's just that I think some people just played it very casually, I guess. Maybe they're saving it. I don't know. But anyway, it's, uh, why is this a good, good list? So the list is uh, quite varied. And it's fun, and it has you doing a wide range of things. Uh, as far as like game exploration is concerned, there's a lot of stage-specific Chivos. I, I really like those, where uh, if you play a stage, and if it's a game where you know you're going to have to play, like uh, grind out, and there's really not a, a better stage that I see. Well, that's not true. I would play through where you have to kill the first boss because it gives a lot of coins. That's actually what I started doing. But anyway, if you wanted to go back through the... The stage is because uh, there's an achievement that required... Well, there's an achievement for basically beating every boss without using a health potion. And that can be done if you learn the patterns, but it's really doable once you get real powered up and then you just go back to some of these earlier stages and you just wallop them right in the face with your you know, your new attack power <laughs> and your you know high-powered weapon. It, it's it. So those aren't super challenging once you get... You know, on your if you can get it on your first try through, then that's pretty cool. You can kind of challenge yourself, see if you can do it on the first run through. But um, yeah, you can always come back and do those. There's stage select, and like it's just like Castle Crashers. You can navigate the map where you want to go, and it's all connected on one big old map. And they play friendly, fun little music while you're trying to decide. Um, but uh, some other stage specific chivos are like killing. X number of enemies on that stage. Like one stage has a bunch of worms and one's got some piranhas. Uh, another one's got sleeping goblins. It's very reminiscent of this game called Castle Crashers uh, where the the enemies are all doing kind of funny things. Well, you know, they're like, they show some personality where they're just not coming, spawning and trying to kill you. They'll be like, you know, kind of like uh, 
in Castle Crashers when you're on the alien ship and there's the big buff guy and he's like doing curls on the bench, you know, it's kind of like that where you walk in and they're doing something and then they drop what they're doing and, and come attack you. That I mean, I'm telling you, it's got the same charm as, as, as it had. So very, very cool game. Um, they have, it, it go also ahead. looks like they may have sprinkled in some pop culture into their game as well yeah 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 they did um absolutely they did uh the robocop makes an an appearance yeah the goblin game the goblin game oh oh uh the beat beat the goblin king without using any items i'm not sure i wonder that's a nod to labyrinth oh maybe always character from from the labyrinth who was also the goblin king uh, I don't remember the Goblin King enemy. I, it might be the guy with the eyeball or something, but I think that guy had a different name. But I do see I'm, the RoboCop reference. Uh, yeah. The, oh, and then also uh, the bonus games. There's um, um, a definite call out to Street Fighter. Um, I, I'm sure you can't guess which uh, bonus stage that would be. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, just be careful where you park your vehicle. Let's just say. And then uh, also, there's one where you have to destroy barrels. I think that I can't remember which game that was where you had barrels falling out. Is that final, or is one of those King of Fighters? Maybe I don't know. There's like where the barrels come down you have to destroy the barrels and they like bounce once and then disappear so there's a bonus stage like that but i tell you like they really i mean they <laughs> they they knew that castle crashers was a was a favorite and there's some stages that are like direct rips of it like you know the uh, wind the the sawmill achievement or the sawmill stage where the with the deer pooping deers and everything they have a stage like right off at the bat that is just it's like a so they do make reference to the pooping deer um it's a pooping pig but it is clearly <laughs> a reference oh, yeah i mean <laughs> unless you're just castle crashers uh, yeah remembers the, the you'll laugh deer. because it's such a blatant rip off of it and i guess they figured well 13 years they're not gonna make a sequel i'm gonna make a sequel we're gonna include that again so um yeah it's uh i, I mean like it. <laughs> and you can you can jump in the air and you know swing your sword and just travel across the screen kind of the same thing you know i mean tony it's the exact same thing the person that made this game like said i'm gonna make a better version of of castle crashes i don't know if it's better but he sure tried his artist. I think it was some uh, Asian fella um, that uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I looked it up because I was really curious what the story was on this. And uh, it was just some dude from what I can tell. But uh, anyway, there's uh, some skill-based geos I told you about where you have to kill the boss while using health items. Uh, the bonus stages. Man, getting the there's one for getting 95 barrels. That's tough, man. Uh, it took me a couple tries to figure out well several tries to figure that but i was grinding coins out for it it just alternates so like you'll keep beating up on the first boss which is some giant porcupine thing and then uh like the first time you do that you'll get the the car bonus stage and then if you beat it again you'll get the barrel it just alternates so it doesn't it's not specific to uh stages like it just alternates so depending on which stage you play it just alternate. this game has been out for almost a year 
<laughs> it's like a 77 gamer track gamers what the hell man I mean, this is, it's a great game. And not only has it been out for almost a year, but there's only like two or three guides on the 45 achievements of this game. And it's been out for a year. Yeah. It's, it's, I I just don't get it. I I honestly don't understand why this game is not like super popular. Like is, I mean, it's, it's Castle Crashes. Like I, I was very tempted to write a, uh, uh, I don't think it has any reviews. I was going to write a review, and then no, my, rev- it my review, have a review, my review was going to be this game is Castle Crashers. That it was going to be like five words. That's it. <laughs> Just period. That's my review. This game is Castle Crashers. Uh, maybe maybe I'm even more shocked <laughs> at the fact that okay, number one, um, it's been out a year. Like you said, only seventy-seven people have started it. But I know a couple of people that that chase the game started leaderboard, and none of them have started the yeah. game. Yeah, and you can get an achievement really easy. It's not like they're like buried or anything. I mean, you could. I mean, shoot, you get several right on your first playthrough or first, just loading the game yeah. up and going uh, and through the first like, stage. Yeah, your yeah. first outfit would pop very quickly. Yeah, very quick. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, it's a, it really, it truly puzzles me is it's got a fun list. It's got, uh, I mean, it's Castle Crashes. Did I mention that? Uh, the, the, the game's name is Wonderblade. Uh, if I haven't mentioned that enough either, I mean, I don't yeah, understand why. I think we need to mention that a little bit more because I think we've heard the name Castle Crashers and people probably think <laughs> yeah, you're talking that's... about that right now. No, yeah. we are Definitely discussing the game Wonderblade. Wonderblade, yes, Wonder which is Blade. which is Castle Crashers, as according to a review that has not been written yet. So it is. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a fun. It's it, seriously, it has like all the stuff that's in Castle Crashers. It's it's got all the charm, all the the mechanic. I mean, it's got the fun music, the, the same art style. I mean, I can't no. explain a way that it's not like it. It's just like took it and added onto it. It added like executions where you like can perform these over the top graphic executions of the enemies, you know, cartoon violence. Uh, I don't remember those in Casual Crashers, but uh, it's 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 got all kinds of stuff in it. I don't know. It's just an awesome game. Now, so. is it... Now, let's just kind of like Take a look at this for just a second, okay? Sure. Yeah, all right. Is this worth the $15 price tag that the game is currently commanding? Hell yeah. Okay. It's cash. It's it's the sequel to Castle Crashers. I would have paid double that for that. I, I, <laughs> I thought it was quite a discount. So, yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, if you wonder... If, you've, if you're like me, and you thought over the past decade and some change you were thinking man it'd be cool there's like a sequel to castle crashers well guess what this is it and it's only 15 dollars. <laughs> i mean come on I don't, I don't know i don't know what else to say about it i mean it's got a cool list i mean i could talk about the list some more i mean it's got a bunch of powers you get an achievement for using all the different powers you know they got uh, ice, I mean, electric, I, I, I've been sitting here fire. at the list. I mean, the it's list, good looks, list. It, it looks it's good. Fun. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't see any issues. And, and more importantly, and <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, this may appeal to a lot of people, is it 
I don't see an achievement for collectibles. No, no collectibles. I mean, I guess weapons are kind of like collectibles. It's uh, but not really. It's it's. Uh, I mean, you'll you'll get those from enemies as you kill them, and then any ones yeah. that you don't have, you can get most of them at the store that looks very similar to a certain store inside of a frog. Um, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Uh, and as an <laughs> added bonus. It has an unlock all achievements that apparently works. Yeah, I mean, I haven't got that far yet, but I, I haven't seen any issues with it. Um, uh, it's it's uh, you have to get all the weapons, but uh, you can have companions. Did I mention that it has companions too? Oh, what a novel idea! Where did they get that idea from? Where you have a little creature following you around that gives you some kind of advantage? That's uh, that's just crazy. Who would have thought of that? Right, um, right, and they're like little animals too. I mean, it was just, I mean, everything. Do you, do you think everything. people were scared off by the fact that it had an unlock all the achievements achievement? I think Which, people were scared off by the fact that they didn't know this freaking game existed. So I want this thing. We've got to double the number of. I mean, people go get this game. Put it I'm on your tag. Give, You'll thank me. I'm gonna have to give these people credit though. <laughs> okay, and and the fact that they named the unlock all achievements achievement platinum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. So, so so good on them for that little <laughs> nod there. <laughs> yeah. <will. laughs> the the reason why we have so many broken unlock all achievements achievements. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so now, now watch yeah, it not work like when I get that far. I'll let you know soon enough. I'll have all the achievements. I don't know, man. I can't. I'm having trouble with the not getting hit by the not the cat thing. It's a giant rock monster, but it's you know the cat in the wind in the sawmill. Um, that's tough. You have to avoid getting hit, and I haven't quite figured out the pattern on that one yet. But that that one looks like it might be my toughest achievement to get. So I don't know why. Um, yeah, and then. And, Actually, a part of the challenge is, is, like you said, there's no guides on some of them because there's a couple of stage-specific achievements that are kind of, I'm not really sure exactly what to do. There's a few more things I can try, like the one where you can't get hit by any electric traps. So uh, the stages are usually divided in like parts, and so you don't know if that's the first part, the second, all the parts. Uh, It's it's not really clear because that's the RoboCop stage, and RoboCop... (laughs) He'll he'll hit you with electricity too. So can you not get hit by his electricity? It's uh, I know it's not just the second part because I did the second part without touching any of the electricity. So I know you have to do more than just the second part of the the stage. So I don't know. And then there's another one where you have to like do something with some sea tentacles. That again, there's yeah, it's uh, some stage specific achievements that are kind of fun to try to get. So. But uh, more importantly than anything, Wonder Blade is basically the sequel to uh, Castle Crash, if I haven't mentioned that. So, yeah. <laughs> so, it's only 15 bucks. Did I mentioned that, too? So, yeah, you did. Yeah, so go buy it. Wonder Blade. It's only got 77 people that have played it for some reason. Nobody knows why. <laughs> I, I, I'm <laughs> kind of surprised, too, after hearing you talk about this game, like, just looking at this page and... You know, even the art. She, yeah, the did you see some screenshots? Art. Yeah, some, this is, yeah. <laughs> what does it remind you of? A certain game? Yes. No, this is <laughs> like it, it definitely makes no secret that this is <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
yeah, it's it's bizarre. Very uh, bizarre. I, I'm actually uh, inspired to, to to go out and drop fifteen bucks on this game. It should be yeah. be the uh, be the seventy eighth person. Why not? Right? Why not? Yeah, seventy seven people can't be that wrong, right? I mean, what's it? <laughs> I gave it a five. One one Castle Crasher lovers. I know. We, 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 we can. We, we need to get this going. Okay. Absolutely, it's got a four point three eight stars. So that's uh, that's something, right? That's uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's implies to me that it, it's pretty well received. I mean, granted, it's not a lot of people voting since there's only seventy seven freaking people. But uh, just saying, by comparison, Castle Crash is only at four point two one stars. So you know, just saying, right? <laughs> well, I think I know what my next purchase is. You've sold oh me. man, okay. awesome, awesome, man! You 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 won't regret it. If you love Castle Crashers, you're gonna love this because your 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 um your single man. Uh, um, march here to to get awareness to this game has worked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yes, I can't say enough good things about this. Uh, right? Yeah, it's uh, absolutely so. <laughs> uh, man. Anyway, so there you go. That's Marcel's pitch, and I I, I I suppose that's all I got. So I, I can sit here and tell you that Wonder Blade is the sequel to Castle Crasher and it's only 15 bucks uh, at least 10 more times than I really wanted to, but uh, I think uh, I'd rather you spend that time going and buying the game. So, Nope, and that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Oh, I mean, all right, guys, well, uh, Mr. Nigo, thanks uh, for joining me as always. Well, th- thank you for having me on again, Elroy. I appreciate Absolutely. it as always. Uh, always have a blast. Uh, doing these, especially these good lists, bad lists. Um, uh-huh. uh, there, there's so many out there. It was hard to to come up with the choices, but I, <laughs> I, hopefully, I did a good job. Ah, oh, you did awesome, man! And the best thing you did was go buy Wonder Blade because it's just like Castle Crashers, huh? I am on it because <laughs> I did enjoy <laughs> Castle Crashers. <laughs> awesome, everyone did. I mean, it's Castle Crashers, though. right? Yeah. Right, so. Anyhow, thanks everyone for listening. Give us some thoughts, and more importantly, go buy Wonder Blade. <laughs> Later, guys. All right. Hello, I'm Walker Pale, who, while going for action horror achievements, had the misfortune to play Blood Waves. I would not have brought up this game on the podcast if it hadn't been requested by Shua on Ice. Blood Waves is an arena-based third-person shooter where every fight takes place in the same circular room with an increasing number of zombies attacking you each wave. You play as a nameless girl who moves as if she's forgotten to pull her pants down while visiting the ladies' room, slowly jogging around the arena as zombies quickly shuffle towards you. You can jump, but it is completely pointless and serve no purpose. There's also a combat role, which looks extremely awkward and might be useful, but it is faster and safer to run away instead. Between waves, you can buy weapons, upgrades and traps in an adjacent room. Money is tight during the first waves, but soon you will have more money than you are able to spend without emptying your weapons, which allows you to buy more ammo. Something you will be forced to do as there's an achievement for spending 1 million dollars in one game. If you die, you lose all of your progress and have to start over from the beginning again. 
Fortunately, you can quit the game to the main menu, saving your progress since the last finished wave, so you can complete this in multiple sittings, which your sanity will be thankful for as the toughest achievements require you to stay alive for around 4 hours in order to reach wave 35. As the game only saves between waves, you can easily get all of the max upgrade skill achievements by saving up skill points and money for around 10 waves, then upgrade a skill to the max, quit to the main menu, go back into the game and buy another skill for the same skill points. Blood Waves is mind-numbingly boring after figuring out game mechanics and you are only in danger if you let your guard down as the enemies have extremely predictable behavior and can easily be avoided unless you get bored by the same combat and allow yourself to get swarmed or forget to buy ammo between waves. You can either play it legit, using traps to kill the majority of zombies, focusing on the special zombies which can destroy traps, or you can do it as Noth Ultra did. Glitch through a wall by pulling up the weapon wheel as you roll into it, then shooting enemies from the safety of the void behind the wall. I highly recommend this method and placing traps in front of where you leave the map to save ammo and time. Just make sure the special zombies do not destroy your traps or you might run out of ammo while attempting to finish the wave. You might have to play more than 35 waves to get 1 million dollars this way as you won't get any bonus cash from pickups but it will for sure be faster and safer. Check out Noth's YouTube video for a good instruction of how to glitch through the wall. No matter if you use the glitch or not, this is a mindless grind I do not recommend for anyone. Blood Waves has 41 achievements worth 1000 gamer score and 2000 TA and has a time estimate of 6 to 8 hours on TA, which is likely if you play it legit, but can be done in around 5 hours if you glitch through the wall instead. The game is $10, which is at least $10 too much. Blood Waves is a bad game with a not very time consuming but very grindy achievement list. I do not recommend it to anyone. Have a nice day everyone.